Evening, guys. So do you know what was special about this past Sunday? Yeah, HBO's doing a rewind of The Sopranos. Sunday's episode was the one where Tony takes Meadow on a college road trip and chokes to death the guy who ratted him out to the feds. It was great! Meadow asks Tony if he's mafia. Carmela almost does the horizontal mambo with the priest. God, I love that show! You are so lucky not to be in one of my classes. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of what the calendar date represents. Isn't it when we started playing together last year? Give that man an A. Great inflation. Wow, a whole year. That's mind boggling. Time flies when you're spilling your guts on the court. And at your shrinks. That's right, I almost forgot. How's that working out for you? Okay, I think. I'm getting tough though. It's like the first couple of months is the warm up act. You know, where you kind of settle in and start a dialogue. Gloria was great about letting me talk about whatever I wanted to talk about and then, she starts digging into some of the things I'm telling her. What kinds of things, if you don't mind me asking? No, I don't. Family stuff. About my father, mostly. I think she's trying to link together what's messing me up now with what happened when I was growing up. You know, I get what she's saying about the way things were with my dad having a bearing on my relationship with my son. But I don't think she understands the kind of kid he is. Not if you don't tell her. Well, that's just it. I am telling her, but she's more interested in him, my dad. I, I gotta be honest, I'm beginning to wonder if this therapy thing isn't like a consulting gig. You know, where you spend a lot of time and a whole bunch of money on what turns out to be phase one of 20. It's only been a few months, Joe. Yeah, but things between Seth and me are getting so bad that... Don't go down that path, Joe. I hear you, but what am I supposed to do? Pretend that his behavior isn't having an effect on me? That it's okay that he's grinding me into the dirt over every single fucking thing? I know how you feel, No, but... you don't. You're only a couple of times a year, Dad. What do you know? Fuck you, I know a lot more than you think. Yeah, and I know you've got more sides to you than any other crazy person I know. I mean it. Every week, it's like Vanna spinning the wheel. Which Ed are we gonna get tonight, huh? Is it the happy Ed, the pissed off Ed, or is it the I'm fucking my way through the alphabet of women Ed? Goddamn son of a bitch, you got no right to Time just... out! Out of my way, Ted. No, I said time out! Both of you! Where's this coming from? Why are you guys at each other's throats? Joe, you really want to pick a fight with him? Or is he just a punching bag because of what's going on with your son? And you, you should know better than to let him bait you like that, Ed. I know you want to help, but he's not ready to hear it. Hey. I mean it. I don't know what kind of stuff Gloria is dredging up with you, but don't take it out on your friends. Or the guys who are minding their own business on the next court! Is that so? Then why am I hearing your fucking voice, huh? Look, Joe. Truce, okay? Yeah. Sorry, I... As my pal Tony Soprano would say, forget about it. And it's not like you're way off the mark. I'm up to the R's. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, since we're on the subject of fucked up father-son relationships, how are things going with you and James? Look, if you don't want to talk about it, you can tell me to go fuck myself. No problem! Go fuck yourself! <laughs> I don't mind, Ed. Things are better. We're talking, and it's good. You know, I think I told you guys that I'm the youngest of four, and how by the time I finished my doctorate, my mother had died and my father was later stage Alzheimer's. 
You didn't say it was Alzheimer's, but yes. And it made me think that your folks were at the older end of the spectrum when they had you. They were. My dad was 50 and my mom was 43. You could say that I wasn't exactly planned. Anyway, by the time James was born, dad was gone. And my brothers and sisters all had families of their own, and Elizabeth's father, who kept to himself a lot. He only had a few years left, as it turned out. So without a solid point of reference, I took an academic approach to parenting. After all, that's what I am, an academic. How hard can this be? Pretty fucking hard, as it turns out. But we're working on it. And I'm hopeful. More than I was a couple of months ago. I'm not surprised. You're trying to make things right and he knows it, Brian. Can't stand on the sidelines forever. Could've fooled me! Son of a bitch! Come on, guys. What do you want to do? Pick something. I've always liked Big Yellow Taxi. Cold Blue Steel, hands down. I'm with Brian on this one. What the fuck are you guys doing? Picking a Joni Mitchell song, asshole. I told you, bother us again, and we're going to sing for the rest of the night. And, uh, for the record, it's going to be Blonde in the Bleaches from me. You guys are fucking nuts! (laughs) (laughs) So... Guess who called me the other day out of the blue? Elliot. Who? My foster brother. Cheryl took the call on Sunday while I was running an errand. Turns out he works for a company that's involved in a project just outside of town. News to me since I haven't spoken to him in a couple of decades. So I called him back and get this. It was like nothing had ever happened between us. In fact, he made it seem as if we were only out of touch for a month or two, let alone more than 20 years. What does he want, money? Be patient, I'll get to that. So, we chatted for a while and he asked if we could get together for dinner. I figured, what the hell? And we agreed to meet at Carmine's after work on Tuesday. I hope you got a seat with your back against the wall. (laughs) Enough with the Sopranos! By Monday night, I have to admit that my curiosity was getting the better of me. Left to my own devices, I would have picked up the phone and invited him over for a beer. Fortunately, Cheryl nixed that idea before I could even spit out the rest of my sentence. Actually, I'm understating her reaction. It was something along the lines of, Are you out of your fucking mind? You guys don't know my wife. Cheryl is a soft-spoken, kind-hearted Girl Scout. I can count on one hand the times I've heard her swear and still have fingers left over. So, when she reacted the way that she did... Anyway, Tuesday rolls around and I truly expected that Elliot would have already called to cancel. Or, at the very least, change the time or the venue so that he was in control. But he didn't do any of that. Instead, when I pulled up to the restaurant at 6.30, Elliot was waiting out front. Hey, big guy! Good to see you! Nice to see you too, Elliot. You're looking well. Thanks. Been working at it. Doesn't get any easier the older you get, huh? Nope, it doesn't. How about we head over and claim our table? Sure. So what's new with you? Any kids? Nope, just Cheryl and me. We're good. Things are good. How about you? Holly and I have two girls. Twins, Amelia and Adele. They're eight. And <laughs> more than a handful. Here, just got their school pictures. Beautiful girls, Elliot. Congratulations. Thanks. Hi there. Reservations for Jeffers, please? Sure. Two for dinner, right? Yes. 
Great. I've got a quiet table in the corner over there. Is that okay? Perfect. Thank you. Karen will be by in a minute to take your drink orders. Enjoy your meal, gentlemen. Thanks again. Nice place. Menu looks good. I know what I'm gonna get. I'm all set, too. Hey! Remember that prank I pulled on you and your college buddies? Ha! <laughs> that was really something. You guys didn't see that coming. No, we didn't. In fact, it nearly got Tony expelled. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. Jeez. You were always so serious. Doesn't matter. Anyway, it was a long time ago, right? So I think you mentioned something about a contract you're working on. Some sort of real estate development project. Yeah, my company was a low bidder and I'm here to get the ball rolling. Commercial property? Mixed use. Offices, retail, rental apartments on the upper floors. The owners plan to condo the place. Interesting. Why so? Well, did I mention that I work for a bank? No. Which one? First Regency. They're headquartered in Ohio. I head up the New England operation. Oh! Congratulations! Thanks. I like it there. Good folks. So what I wanted to talk Good about... Good evening, gentlemen. Pardon the interruption. My name is Karen, and it'll be my pleasure to serve you. Can I interest anyone in a beverage? Thank you, Karen, but if it's all the same, I think we're ready to place our orders. Go ahead, Elliot. Okay. I'll have a vodka on the rock. Yeah, the guy was a total asshole. Cost my company a bundle to cancel the contract, but it was worth it. Hey, doll. How about a refill here, huh? Certainly, sir. Don't know what her problem is. <laughs> so, Mr. Head of New England Operations, you in the lending business? We're a bank. We're always in the lending business, Elliot. I'm talking about you. I'm asking if you're in the lending business. I don't understand. Look, this has been great and all, but the reason why I wanted to get together was to talk to you about a loan. A loan? What kind of loan? The kind that family members make to one another. Even foster family members? You know what I mean. I'm not sure I do. Look. I kind of got myself in a bind. I could use 25K for a month or so. $25,000? Yeah, no big deal. Surely a big shot banker like you can part with 25 big ones till, uh, uh, I don't know, June, July? That's quite a bit more than a month or so. So what? I'm not in a position to do that, Elliot. That's what. Then what are you in a position to do? I'm not in a position to do anything. Nothing? Not even for a brother? Foster brother. And no, not anything. Nothing, huh? Nothing. Goddamn son of a... You know what? You're nothing. Yeah, that's right. Nothing! Never were, never will be. Think you're better than me? Not on your best day, asshole. Sir? You can give him the check. I knew it! As I was replaying this in my head later on, the thing that struck me most was how nonchalant he was about asking for money. It was like, oh yeah, caught a bit of traffic on the way to work, no big deal, as if this kind of thing happens all the time. And then it hit me. 
from all those years ago in the dorm. How he made my friends and me feel so comfortable that we didn't realize what he was up to. In this case, though, he wasn't setting me up for a drug bust. No, I think he truly believed that we have a bond that transcends all that. A bond that's worth dollars. It's like you said, Ed. If you really want to know how someone feels about you, tell them they can't have what they fully expect you to give. That is some postscript to your original story. It's a good thing he doesn't have anything on you. Well, as it turns out, I have a postscript to my postscript. Don't tell me. Yup. The next morning, someone placed an anonymous call to the bank's HR department. Said that I was under investigation. For pedophilia. What? That I was downloading kitty porn and how the bank would be wise to audit my hard drive. Holy shit. As outlandish as that sounded to the head of HR, she had no choice but to investigate. That's right. She has to. We once had an incident like that where I used to work. Ugly stuff. Yeah. Well, within an hour of the call, two guys from IT showed up at my desk and demanded my laptop. I knew right away that whatever it was, Elliot was involved, somehow. So, I powered down, handed it over, and waited for the next shoe to drop. Two hours later, the EVP called me into his office, where we spent the rest of the afternoon unpacking my personal history. Because, how else could I explain why anyone would do what Elliot did to me? You know, I worked hard, really hard to move past how that son of a bitch treated me. Me, an orphan for God's sakes, entrusted to his fucking family, and for what? So that I could become a source of entertainment for that lunatic? I'm such an idiot sometimes. To think that after all those years- But you're okay though, right? Yeah, but- I'm not talking about your job. I'm talking about you. You're okay now, Ted. It's over. He's gone. Close the book. You're right. I'm fine. And I'm lucky, you know why? Because I have Cheryl to come home to. Even if she is enjoying repeating those four words that every spouse holds dear. I told you so. What a messed up story. I'm exhausted, and all I did was listen. Hey, uh, before I forget, I have to miss next Thursday. Will you be able to get a sub for me? Maybe the guy who took Ed's place while he was visiting his son? You mean my sister's husband, Mike? Isn't he the guy who subbed for you when you took Jennifer on that college road trip? Yep. I remember him. Good guy. Don't hurry back, Bri. Please don't take this the wrong way, Ed. But you're welcome to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, how about we play a game while we still have some time left, okay? Oh, please! Don't trouble yourself! No trouble at all. Although, it would be nice if you took off a few pounds, you know. I mean, just so the balls don't keep rolling from our court to yours. What do you say?